You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 529. Welcome to Happiness Abound. I'm Taylor Proctor, a transformational happiness mentor, motivational speaker, and business owner who changed her life from anger, overwork, and resentment to a life I love, abundant in peace, success, fulfillment, and happiness. This show is designed to share actionable insights and to break down the real emotions, mindset, personal leadership, and mental toughness that is needed to live a life of happiness abound. Ready to discover your personal happiness? Let's dive in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. I'm so excited today to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is happiness habits, and specifically emotional happiness habits. Now, before you tune out, bear with me, because emotional happiness habits, I totally get, can sound actually really kind of scary and like, what in the world are we talking about here? Because we've grown up knowing all about eating healthy and food habits. We grow up hearing all about the habit of working out or moving our body. We learn about work habits, answering your email first or only three times a day checking it instead of always checking it. We are inundated with all of these habits that are supposed to make our life better to improve our productivity, our efficiency, our effectiveness, etc. But no one talks about emotional habits and how emotional habits can really make or break your happiness. So I'm not gonna go into all the other elements of a happiness habit, which could be that physical movement, that eating healthy and clean. Personally, I know for me, I feel that on a very high level when I'm not eating healthy and when I'm not moving my body and I don't integrate those habits in my life, I'm kind of a mess. But I'm not talking about that. I wanna talk about emotional habits today because if I thought I was a mess when I wasn't doing those other habits way back in the day, I know for a fact when I do not do my emotional happiness habits that my life does not experience happiness and joy. And leaning onto last week's episode about not having to overhaul your life to be happy, happiness habits can be added in small, little bit of incremental implementations, integrating it into your life in a way that you can Feel happiness every single day without having to wipe the slate clean and start from scratch. So that is what I want to talk about today and specifically the emotional habits of happiness because they're hard. I'm going to be honest with you. Emotions are hard sometimes. For me, I have a template of anger. If I feel scared, I feel hurt. First thing I do is I go to anger and I really have to work through that to find happiness and working through that and understanding my emotions is part of one of my emotional habits. So I'm gonna dive into that today, but I wanted to give that like groundwork so that you're not going, emotional habits, I don't wanna hear about that. Yeah, you're probably thinking you don't wanna hear about it because nobody's talked about it to you before. And if they have, maybe they didn't provide it as actionable as you would have liked. Like, hey, just think positive every single day. Yeah, that's BS, like that's hard to do. And every time that you try to do it and then you get pulled back into your emotional habits that maybe you don't want, you feel like, well, this doesn't work. I never want to try it again. But then you try thinking positive again and it doesn't get you very far. So this is not that. These are actionable things you can do every day 
to increase your emotional well-being and ultimately have these as part of your happiness routines, building habits, habitual happiness, if you will, into your life. So that's it. Emotional habits. Ah, so excited to talk about these because they're so awesome. So first things first, you have emotional habits. You do. Whether you want to believe it or not, you do. When I was angry all the time, I would instantly jump to anger. No matter what was going on, my emotional habit was anger. Anger will protect me. Anger will cover up all the sadness I'm feeling. Anger will convey my frustration. Anger will take care of me. So that's just the habit that I would get into and get instantly angry at everything. My husband had a phrase, hell hath no fury like Taylor mildly inconvenienced because even the smallest little thing that would be a slight inconvenience in my life, I would lose my temper at. It was my habit. It became my template, my emotional template for my life. And as I began this happiness journey for myself, I realized that I had a habit of anger. Emotionally, that was all I felt okay to feel. So I started doing some things in my daily routine to try and understand my emotions and what I was going through. And it's really shifted things quite significantly now where I very rarely feel anger. It's, it's pretty rare. And in fact, uh, two days ago, I had something happen that I hadn't felt so angry for such a long time that I was like, I, I don't even know what to do right now. Like, I know I'm angry. Like I can feel it in my chest and in my stomach. And I'm just like gut-wrenchingly angry right now. And I don't even know how to handle it because it's been so long since I've been angry. <laughs> and it was actually really nice to go and go, wait a minute, I haven't been this angry for such a long time. I almost don't know how to handle that component of my life anymore. Something that was so part of my everyday and who I was and my habits, I've changed so far to the other side that when it does come up, I'm like, whoa, what happened here? Like, okay, we gotta work through this. And then I use my emotional habits, I work through it and I come back on the other side, feeling happy, positive, peaceful, and joyful. So being aware of your emotions, first thing, gotta understand here. And the thing that I like to do every single day is this technique that allows me to understand what I'm feeling as a negative emotion and my reasons why. So this is a technique called ROTE, which stands for write, review, introspect, um, T is toss, and E is evolve. So essentially what it is, is that you write on a piece of paper, I am feeling blank, and insert the first negative emotion that comes to your mind because dot, dot, dot. So I am feeling blank because dot, 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 the top of your paper. Now, if you're typing it, that's fine too, but you're gonna wanna be able to get rid of it permanently. So just keep that in mind. But I am feeling blank because. So if it's I am feeling angry because, the next thing you would do is put a bullet point and list out one reason why you're feeling angry. Because the thing is, is when we feel emotions, it's usually not because of one single incidence. It's usually because we've kind of built up a couple of other incidences, some small things maybe, or a couple of big things, and we've just kind of pushed them aside, like we can't feel this, we can't handle this right now. I'm just gonna push it aside, we suppress those emotions. And then, 
we blow up or we feel so like, oh my gosh, what is even wrong here? Like what's going on? I can't even handle this. And we suppress it even more. And it just caused more of these explosions and these blowups or these overflows of our emotional management. So you're going to write down on bullet point number one, the story of why you are feeling angry. Once you've finished that first story, you're gonna to move to the second, second bullet point. What is another reason you're feeling angry? And the next bullet point, and the next, and the next, and the next. And you're gonna work your way down because our brains want it to be easy. So you wanna say, I'm angry because this happened and have that be the only reason. But that's not the case. I'm angry because this happened and I'm angry, I'm feeling angry because this happened. I'm feeling angry because this happened and this happened and this happened. Now you can start to see all the things you've been holding on to and suppressing emotionally. And this allows you to then review it, organize it essentially, like it's coming out of your body, you're writing it out, you can review it. Then you can like go introspective and think about it for a second and go, okay, is there anything else, any other reasons why I am feeling angry? Or insert your negative emotion here, sad, depressed, anxious, overwhelmed, frustrated, chaotic, right? Whatever any of those may be. Then you're thinking, go, is there anything else? Is there anything else? So you're kind of going introspective. You're going deep to find those stories. Then what you're going to do is you're going to throw it away. So you're going to take that piece of paper, you're going to rip it up and you're going to chuck it in the garbage. If you're writing on your computer, you're going to delete the whole thing, throw it into the computer trash and then empty that trash. The thought here is that you've gotten that, those emotional stories up, out on paper, organized so you can review them and kind of understand what's going on, and then away. Essentially, you're getting those emotions up, out, and away. This helps you work through those emotions, understand where you're at, and be able to accomplish the E, which is evolve. You can move forward now because you're not holding on to these negative emotions and you're not trying to pretend they're not there. Word to the wise, do not share what you wrote on that paper with anyone else. The last thing you wanna do is go to your spouse and put, I wrote, I feel angry because you did X, Y, Z. That's not going to help anything and that passes the emotional garbage, if you will, onto that person, which then puts it back onto you and the two of you are now in this space of sharing these, this negative emotion instead of getting it up, out, and away and being able to evolve and move on. Now that's not saying if something happens that you don't communicate about it, but that's saying that if you're writing through this exercise, it's an idea of understanding your emotions. It's an emotional habit to review how you're feeling, why you might be feeling that way, and to be able to move past it, to express it, if you will. Not to cause more arguments with your spouse. So keep that in mind, don't share it with anybody, throw it away as soon as you're done, and then move on. But that is an emotional habit that I use every single day to try and get all that emotional junk out and away from me. And it's interesting because even when I don't have a piece of paper to do this with, I find that I'll do it mentally too. Like, okay, what is, ooh, I'm feeling really anxious right now or I'm feeling angry, what is going on? And I ask myself, I am feeling angry because 
And even in my brain, I go dot, dot, dot. And then I go, okay, why am I feeling angry? I'm feeling angry because X and Y and Z happened. I'm feeling angry because this happened. I'm feeling angry because I'm perceiving that this person's feeling this way about me. I feel this way because of this, this, and this. And it all comes together, even if it's mentally, which I don't want to keep it mental. I want to get it on paper because I don't want to keep it in my head and can't cause more chaos and emotional chaos. But even if I don't have a piece of paper, I find myself doing that. And it's great because it's become a habit where I can understand what I'm feeling and why. And understanding, having the reasons why, is the first step to being able to move past those emotions and into the other side of the spectrum of happiness and joy. So emotional habit number one, use the rote technique. And I do have a worksheet on the rote technique. So if you are interested in it and you'd kind of like to see it written out, you're more of a visual learner, then I'd be happy to send it to you. Just shoot me a message at taylor at happinessabound.com or you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram. Facebook is Happiness Abound blog. Instagram is happiness underscore bound. And in fact, you know what? I'm gonna put it on Facebook in my Facebook group, Happiness Abounders, probably at the beginning of next week. So you have plenty of time to join and get that free worksheet if you would like it. That said, it's here, it's accessible for you, it's free. I want you to have that emotional management and that emotional happiness technique in your life as part of your habits. So number two, now you have taken all those negative emotions, you figured them out, you kind of lay them on the table and you've gotten them up, out and away from you. Now you have blank space. You may not know it, but you do. You've gotten all those yucky emotions out. You do it every day, because they're always gonna come back, right? But it gets less, less and less, which is really nice. But they're gonna come back, so you're gonna do that every day as part of your emotional happiness habits. But after you've cleared that out, your brain has blank space. Your body has blank space, right? Those emotions are gone. And your brain naturally goes, well, we don't like blank space. We gotta fill that in with stuff. And you might go and watch TV that maybe you shouldn't be watching, but it's kind of your numbing effect. It's not the best input, but you can't turn away. Or maybe you listen to a, not that I have anything against this, but maybe you go and listen to a true crime podcast. After, after, you've, after you listen to my podcast and you do these techniques and then you go listen to a true crime podcast, you're inputting more of those kind of emotions into your life to fill that blank space. I'm gonna take a tangent here for a second because the true crime thing, I have nothing against true crime podcasts. If you love true crime, great. But I will say this, you usually feel angry at the injustice of what happened or that it hasn't been solved. Or even if it had been solved, you feel angry at the injustice of it. You feel anxious and worried because if it's this common, maybe it could happen to you or your family. And you may feel like you're tough as nails and that's not a problem, but you're inputting those emotions, those thoughts, those ideas into your life. I want you to sink in on that for a second. Is that the type of life and the type of inputs you want to be bringing into your space? Probably not. So do not fill your blank space after you have done the rope technique. Do not fill your blank space with garbage. What I want you to do instead is use emotional management and emotional happiness technique number two, declarations. 
Now you may have heard me talk about declarations. This is the language of happiness. It's creating a custom declaration to help you step into who you want to be, bringing that positivity, that joy, that peace, that fulfillment into your life. I've shared mine over a hundred times here on this podcast, I'm pretty sure, and it does change, but for the most part, my declaration is, I am an intuitive mentor, vibrant, abundant, and filled with light. I can't hold on to anger and I can't look at situations in a negative way if I'm vibrant, abundant, and filled with light. Just doesn't work like that. So I'm inputting that into my brain of this is who I want to be. This is what I want to have in my life. And I'm having a positive input that I have selected and chosen. Other positive inputs could be amazing music. And I mean, listening to the lyrics of amazing music that are positive, uplifting, good inputs. Today's just going to be a freebie day, I think. So side note, there is a happiness abound playlist on Spotify where I have, I think I'm at 90 songs now that are all uplifting, inspiring, encouraging, and motivating for happiness. So if you want to go to Spotify, happiness abound songs, you will be able to find it. And there's plenty of songs to choose from and work through. And it's all sorts of music. I have pop, I have hip hop, I have Christian, I have Broadway. I have all sorts of music on this playlist that are all uplifting, upbeat, and encouraging happiness in your life. So if you're looking for those inputs that can be positive, positive podcasts, YouTube videos, your declarations, music, all of those things are habits that you can have every single day that once you have emptied out the negative emotions, you're filling that space with good things. Another side note, so we've talked about, you can get the worksheet for the rote technique in the Happiness Abounders group on Facebook for free next week. So join now, I'll get it to you next week. There's a Happiness Abound songs playlist on Spotify, positive uplifting music. And then if you're like, I don't know how to create a declaration. I actually have an ebook called The Language of Happiness. Shoot me a message again, taylor at happinessabound.com. We'll work together, I'll get it sent to you and you can then create your custom declarations. But that said, happiness habit, emotional happiness habit number one, releasing those negative emotions. Number two, inputting good things into your life. And the third one, which is there's several, several more, but the third one is going to be that success book, that success tracking. When we're feeling angry, and I know this, I was there. When we're feeling angry all the time, we're embracing negativity all the time. And we see people that are happy and we're like, ugh, I want nothing to do with them. They're living a lie. So not true, by the way, but that's okay. <laughs> Let them be them. Let's focus on you, right? Because that is not true. I'm one of those people now. And I used to be the other person be like, ugh, they're just pretending. They're faking being happy. Nope, they're actually happy. And there was an opportunity for me to be happy. And I just wasn't stepping into it yet. So that all being said, it's up to us. But when you're feeling that anger and you're looking at those other people and being mad about it, what do you do? Chances are you go listen to music that encourages more anger and negativity. Chances are you're watching TV shows, listening to podcasts, and other inputs that are increasing that negative awareness in your life. So let's flip the switch. Let's see what we can do every day to release those emotions. Let's see what we can do every day to have positive inputs. And then 
we need to rewire our brain to look for successes. Because when you've been in that space, nothing is good. I'm gonna say that again. When you've been in that space, nothing is good. And even if it is, you hold on to it for two seconds and you're right back to anger. At least that's how I was. That's where I was at. And I held on to all of my failures. Everything that was wrong in the world was somehow my fault and I held on to that, but I didn't wanna feel that guilt, that shame, that overwhelm, that sadness, so I just would get angry instead. And I was building an inventory, a library of information about how I didn't deserve to be happy, how I was a bad person because I was angry all the time, how I didn't have success. I just sat there and did nothing. When I would tell myself I would do something, I would put it off and obviously that meant I was a loser. I mean, my self-talk was a crapshoot. And I was building all this evidence in my brain. I was looking for things to continue to support that evidence. But when I made the shift over for the emotional happiness habit of tracking my successes, one minimum every single day, I started to take the old inventory out and replace it with a new inventory. One that made me feel like maybe I was capable of happiness. Maybe if I'm capable of happiness, I'm qualified to be happy. And if I'm qualified, then I can feel confident. And when I feel confident, everything is at my disposal, right? Everything can be good and happy and amazing and it can be because of my happiness habits. So the third one, every single day, track a success that you had that day. We wanna to cling to all the negative, don't. Pull out the one positive. Even if that one positive is that you brushed your teeth that day, the next day, it's gonna be that you smiled at somebody. And the next day, it's they actually smiled back and you started to have a conversation. You were, this person was really nice or whatever it may be for you. It could be that you killed it at a meeting at work and you were awesome, and, or you got a promotion, or you got a raise. It could be that you hit every green light on the way to work or on the way to the grocery store. It could be so many little things, but it's just finding one success every single day, and you'll start to shift the scale in your brain to feeling more positive, to having all those positive things that you are capable, you are qualified, you are confident, and I promise, if you do those three things, you do the rote technique to release the negative emotions, you watch your inputs and bring in positive words through declarations, positive music, positive inputs, and you track a daily success every single day. I guarantee if you actually do it, I'm not saying, oh, do it for seven days and then you don't do it ever again and you can say you tried. No, let's be honest. I want you to think about any time that you've tried anything like this before, if you have. Did you really give it your all? Did you do it every day for three months straight? Chances are you didn't. So I'm gonna tell you right now, if you did these three things every single day, your life would start to change. And when I talk about feeling capable of happiness, that is the crux of everything that this podcast is about. Everything that Happiness Abound as a mentoring program, working with me one-on-one, my courses, my Facebook groups, even the book club, the accountability club, all the free assets and resources. That's all based around this idea and this concept that you are capable of happiness abound because once you put in place the happiness habits, you will start to feel capable. 
And when you feel capable, you feel qualified. Qualified leads to confidence. And after that, you are hitting the ground running. So that's the three emotional happiness habits. There's several more, but I usually work with people one-on-one and customize for them. But those three are usually non-negotiable. Those three things can transform your life if you make them part of your morning routine, your evening routine, your day routine, wherever in your routine, but they need to be daily and you need to make them your happiness habits. So that's what I have today. I hope this was helpful. I hope it's encouraging for you. You are capable of happiness abound and I want to be able to help you as much as I can. So be sure to reach out taylor at happinessabound.com and shoot me an email if you're interested in the language of happiness ebook. If you are interested and don't have a Facebook and you want the rote technique or even just the link to the happiness abound songs playlist on Spotify, I am happy to provide all of that to you just let me know. And of course, join the Happiness Abounders Facebook group. And next week, I will have that worksheet for Rote in there for free. So that said, I hope that this episode was helpful. If you find it helpful and you wanted to share it with someone else you think could benefit, please do. We'd love to have more people like you in the Happiness Abound community and love to have more listeners because that means that I am helping change more lives to be happy and to remember that they are capable of happiness abound. So that's it. I hope you have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And above everything else, remember, you are capable of happiness abound. Want to be a part of the Happiness Abound community? Join the Facebook group, Happiness Abounders, to participate in free happiness challenges, to connect with other listeners on their happiness journeys, and to have a life where even more happiness abounds.